Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everyone. All right, a quick, uh, another one of these quick little short ones. Um, Which we're excited to do because when this topic came up, we started talking about it last night and then it was like, ah, oh, that's a perfect it's podcast. It's a perfect one that we could do really, really quick. Yeah, it will be. It will. So somebody had asked me yes, last night, and I get this question often. It's very, it's, it's very common. And I think a lot of people actually struggle with it, but they don't really know how to say it or they're yeah. too embarrassed to because admit it. Because I think it. it's one of those things that like are one of those unwritten churchy codes that you just don't say right. out loud. So when people talk about it, you're like, oh yeah, I know, me yeah, too. Yeah, right. And I really... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're like, but I don't get it. But like, I'm not going to say that in front and of my church And that's fine, friends. guys. I mean, that, that kind of stuff happens. And I think that there's, there's, there's a certain part of vulnerability Let's us. just be for real. It's We've there. all been here and <laughs> or it, currently are there. Yeah, and that's fine. And and but I mean it's just you know, becoming a a, a Brian is something that we always use that term that we want to do. We get yep. that term for the in Bria with Paul. How they uh stalked everything that he said and they were like they checked the scriptures and searched the scriptures to make sure what he said was correct. But we um once you once you get to that you uh you know you want to build a a firmer foundation so you you want to build understand these these things like this and and not just kind of pass them off you want to learn them now what the the answer to this question and obviously the title of the podcast kind of obviously gave it up but why am i not excited for the return of christ yeah. So the answer to this is a few different reasons. Uh, and uh, it's, not, it's more than just a few, but I, I'm just going to pull a few out of the, the top of my head here that I had prepared for when talking about this. But what, I, I think probably the number one thing is false teaching. Um, number two would be bad interpretation um, just bad education or limited education. Um, well, I think this is where like, I know, you know, all the stuff I do heavenly minded, right. And it's one thing I think in theory to be like, Oh yeah, I'm absolutely heavenly minded citizen of heaven, not of this world. Right. Like we throw that stuff around, but what, is but that? what does that mean? Right. And it's not on the, not on the level of believer. I'm not saying that you, it's be, you know, that you're not excited because you're not educated. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is you're not excited about this because of lack of education in the teachings, the teachers, that the way that they had, they had presented this, and these we have these preconceived ideas about Christianity. And this is why I throw Randy Alcorn and his book Heaven out there so much because I feel like he does such a good job being like exactly like Satan has done such a good job at distorting all of that. And why would we be truly excited, truly looking for Christ's return, truly, you know, for all that's, these things if it, we don't properly understand this that's stuff? The, that would be the second point is that Satan does not want you excited about the return of Christ. Because look at the and Apostle Paul, he, right? He just got a glimpse of it, and he was like, yep, beat me, do whatever. It's cool. Yeah, I know it's coming. I, yep, I'm not even worried. I'll go through anything. So, so imagine if we all had that same outlook, right? You know, like that is not what Satan wants to happen. It's definitely not what Satan wants to happen. So he wants you to be frustrated. He wants you to not understand it. 
Um, and, and a lot of this is not to fault of your own. He has done an epic job of, you know, infecting the church with this and kind of taking away the blessed hope because this is something that Titus 2, um, Titus 2.13 has been, this is something that the early church, they were looking forward to the return of Christ. Well, you look at the letters, they don't hardly go but two verses the Speaking entire letter long, every the single one of them. Of Christ. Yep. So we somewhere down the road, because it was been two thousand years later, we started scoffing at it, and that's and that's what it is, and it's it's biblical. The reason why, too. I mean, it's in Second Peter three. In Second Peter three three, knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, follow their own following their own sinful desires. Okay, we we these scoffers. And they are going to say in verse 4, where is the promise of his coming? They will ask, even ever since our fathers fell asleep, everything continues as it has from the beginning of creation. So these people are going, where is He's not coming. Everything's got, we don't need to worry about, you know, so this, this kind of, this even says that we can, this can be rooted in scripture. And we just take our minds and eyes off of the return of Christ so easily. And, and Peter tells us that this will happen in the last days. So, I mean, the, 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 practical, the, the other answer to that, I guess the more comforting answer to it is, is simply, and how do you get it? It's simply to a lack of understanding of what the kingdom is and and what this means for us we we simply we we feel like we're going to lose something as opposed to gaining something and we think that everything is going to change and the whole carpet's going to you know and we're not going to remember anything and we're you know we're like leaving it's like no that's not the case whatsoever uh, I remember a few years back, we were talking about this last night, or a friend of mine, we were talking about, you know, kind of, we were studying into this whole understanding of the biblical holy days and how Christ will fulfill, fulfill all of them and the fall ones, you know, look to be fulfilled upon his return and stuff like that. And I remember she made the comment, she's like, is it bad that part of me is bummed because like the holiday seasons are coming up? Like, I don't want to <laughs> miss all that. And then it was like, but it was so funny. We kind of chuckled to have that conversation of like, it's funny how you think of if Jesus were to come back That's today, so be it, if you were to see Jesus today, be it by death or rapture, do you have that like, oh, but I was gonna, oh, you, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that feeling of like, oh, well not right yet. Like I have things to do. I want to watch my kids grow up. I, you know, I'm excited for the holidays, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Like we, that's part of that, you know, where we just, I, and I think we don't talk about it a lot. Why would Christians be overly excited and looking forward to Christ's return? If we don't teach it biblically, we don't talk about it. We don't live with that excited expectation. Yeah, and if we don't, then we're not going to be excited. And, and certainly the church has, has not. And we can see that these this is part of a seeker-friendly movement. Well, if I said, hey, guess what? You just won a month-long trip to the Bahamas next year. What mm-hmm. would you do right now? Right. You'd freak out. You'd be so excited. You'd look up everything there was to look up for the Bahamas. You'd start shopping and like preparing the things. You'd start 
pinning all of the things on Pinterest. You'd talk to all your friends about it. You know what I mean? Like you'd add it onto like your weather app so you could see what mm-hmm. the weather's going to be like in the Bahamas, whatever, right? We would do all the things to be prepared, to get excited, to tell everyone about it, whatever. But then it's like, okay, we talk about eternity in heaven. This and it and turns to be a little bit different. Yeah. Or it tends to be a little we bit have, different. We have friends of ours that they have other Christian friends that are like, please stop talking to me about that. Like, I don't even want to talk about any of that. Like, I'm focusing on the here and now. I don't want to hear anything to hear about any of that stuff when it comes to Jesus coming and all of that. Like, it is what it is. I won't remember anything when I get there anyways, so let's just focus on the yeah, here and that, now. Yeah, and that's that. I have that, kingdom work to do, right? That's what we're so yeah, focused yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, they don't even know what the kingdom is because yes. the, king, the kingdom is not here and now. Yeah, so and if we're talking about kingdom work, we're talking about end times. That's, and that that's time the other know. thing is we've made the kingdom and everything, we've made this so emotional that we you know in songs and we call it kingdom work and we yes. throw these 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 phrases out here builders the problem the the problem with this though is part of the reason why you're not excited is because this i mean all of this relates believe it or not it does relate it cheapens what the kingdom really is yeah and that's what it does is it just completely it gets you uh, have this misconstrued idea of what the what the next life is all about instead of you know your your reality making more sense it makes complete different sense and you'd just rather not you know you'd rather not think about it you just yeah. rather you know worry about this and it's nowhere well, that's when all of a sudden we're like nope lord says don't worry about tomorrow for today has enough troubles of it own, of its own so why even think about it you know <laughs> right and i mean it's like that, oh so now is... we want to pull that verse in <laughs> yeah okay. yeah now we now we want to put that one in context and use that it's funny how that works but we um we need to understand, though, that uh, all of these things being taken away, that, that just makes... We, we've lost our hope a little bit. Yes. And, and we've lost our, our way of teaching it and, and it being a reality. And as I said, because the fact that it's been 2,000 years, it's easy. And these false teachings that are out there, all of this, um, you know, in the early, you know, or in the late 90s, whatever year it was, with left behind when this got really popular this just idea of it 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 was all of that is you know a little bit of a shame to something that's that we know is our is our blessed hope but the mark i mean youtube preachers all kinds of people are flooded with this you know this stuff and they they get obsessed with this stuff and we start making our little charts and you know keep watching our different videos and it just none of that is where our focus should be it's these things are interesting on their own and a proper study of these things are fascinating but we don't need to you know we don't need to go to to youtube and flood ourselves because that just that gets us kind of sour we see so much you know so many crazy things we don't even know what to believe yeah and you know, these these ideas of what the next life and all of this stuff is from scripture. So that, you know, I mean, we don't even well, need we're to not go anywhere. shooting in the dark here. Right. People right. are like, well, we can't really know. So all these things are just thoughts and opinions. Right. What you got. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Really Let's look at God's word. Like, I mean, I can't describe the greatness of it. 
But like you said earlier, I mean, this is something that Paul, he caught a glimpse of. And he was like, yep, cool with dying. I will do whatever you have to do. (laughs) I would much rather be dead than I would be here Well, that's that example that I always say where I go, okay, right? Like if we understood this, like we understand so many things, right? You can give so many examples of this. But it's like if I were to be like, hey, right now you only have, you know, whatever amount of money is left in your bank account. You're going to have to scrape by, make do, get through, whatever. But don't worry because in five years, whatever the time frame is, right? I am going to give you 500 billion times more than Jeff Bezos has in his bank account, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever extreme amount you want to say. If we had, if somebody told us that, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to freak out that my power bills do. I'm not going to freak out that I got to come up with rent. I'm not going to stress when the kids need new shoes. You know what I mean? Like all these things that add up on us that just, you know, make us go crazy. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to get too invested in it. I'm not going to worry about the house I have or don't have or whatever, because I'm going, Hey, I just have to make it to, you know, X date and I win the like best lottery in the whole wide world. right? Right. So like I am going to, you know, not worry about things, not get wrapped up in them, not have all my hopes and dreams, you know, all of this stuff, because I'm going to be looking forward to this better time that I know is coming at that set date, right? So, I mean, how does this stuff not still connect, right? That's where we can go, hey, the, the election, going, don't, get, don't worry about it. Don't freak out. Don't get caught up. Don't be so wrapped up in the things of this world that you just are stressed. You're you're just anxiety ridden and, you know, all of these other things because it's like, hey, you're a citizen of heaven. We know what's coming. We look forward to that. We do what we have to do. We love. We serve. You know, all of that. Absolutely. But it's not where everything's all wrapped up because where we're all wrapped up is in what's to come. Yeah. The kingdom, the eternal. That's where our focus is. That's where we, we learn and we grow. We talk. We, we encourage one another with that. Well, and I think that's why, uh, that's why I think so much so that this kingdom is so important to me is because the study of the kingdom is exactly what we're waiting for. And once exactly. you dis- once you... Once you discover what this kingdom is that we're waiting for, you want nothing else. I mean, we see in our world right now, we see yearning. We want, even we as believers want a kingdom. We want our king. We want yes. this. But we don't understand that it's also, you know, our, the way that we have, you know, the way that society runs and the way that everything runs, like this is... You know, God will rule his people like that. And he is the only king that can bring this peace and this, this tranquility and all of these things that we are, we desire in our hearts. And Christ is literally is bringing that. So once you discover that this is something that's real and everything, it's just, this is far more glorious than anything that we could cook up. You go, well, yeah, I want that. I can't wait for that. What do you mean not much is going to, I mean, there's going to be a ton change, but I'm not not much in the way of I'm going to, you know, be a robot, not know what I'm doing, and I'm not going to, you know, work still. I'm not going to love and, you know, like. Have things to do. Yeah, yeah. that's not, that's not the case at all. I mean, we, we're going to do a lot more than just play harps and float around in a disembodied state. You know, no, there's, you know, Isaiah and, and the Old Testament prophets talk about 
Messiah ruling from the throne. And, you know, it's a time of just like no other. The Messianic kingdom is is like a time that nothing on this earth has ever seen uh, except for, the you know, in the beginning in the garden. But now this is back put to Garden of Eden conditions with the king ruling from Jerusalem. So once we we think of that, we go, wow, okay, it's not like I'm going to be taken away from, you know, every, it's, something continues and is better and, and the Lord brings it. Well, and I think that's that point too of, you know, people have asked us before, they're like, okay, you're telling me that you seriously pray to be reunited with Christ and for Christ to return every single day. Yes. At every single prayer, I mean, that's literally on the model of the prayer is your kingdom come. Yeah, and yes, our family does genuinely pray for that at every single prayer that we pray. Our kids, morning and evening, right? We pray Mm -hmm. together as a family. Our prayers individually. Every time before I go to eat, I thank the Lord for my food and I pray that it's my last because the next meal will be eaten with Him. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do literally pray that at every single prayer. We have for Mm -hmm. years now. We do. This is why you guys have heard me in podcasts before where Brandon starts to go off about some sidetrack, something to do with the kingdom. And I go, oh my goodness, everything with the kingdom. But it is. And that's what's so funny because we do genuinely talk about the kingdom every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. We look for it. We talk about it. And I think that's part of getting excited for it. Number one, you have to be educated on it. Um, if you don't have a, a pastor teacher to teach you more about it, get one, right? Mm-hmm. I'll volunteer Brandon for you if you need one. Ask questions. Search the scriptures for this. Listen to other teachers who are teaching about the coming of Christ and the kingdom, the right? The coming kingdom. Andy Woods has a book about it. It's I mean, phenomenal. It's, it's, but it, the more is... and more that you truly surround yourself with this and you put it into focus as it should be, the easier it becomes to be more excited. Just like I said, right? I've never been to the Bahamas. I have an idea in my head after pictures and videos and stuff of how it looks. But if you told me that I was going there or any other random country, place, whatever, it doesn't matter, what would I start doing? I'd start looking into it. I'd ask people about it. I'd I'd look for stuff. I'd talk about it. I'd think about it. I'd picture it. You know, all of those things I would do in any other circumstance. Why not here? Why is this not our priority, you know, to look into, talk about, think about, pray about, you know, find others to talk about with it, ask questions, look stuff up, you know, all of that. So I think it's easy to not be excited about it when we don't, we don't properly understand it or we don't know a lot about it and it's not a priority focus for us. And I think sometimes we can feel bad about that then. Like, oh, is that a bad Christian thing that I'm not doing that? But it's like, let's just be for real. For some people and in some times of our lives, it just isn't our priority focus because we let other things win out, right? We have busy lives. Things are happening. Things are going on, right? I have a lot of things to be focused on right now. Sitting around thinking about the kingdom isn't one of them. Well, let's change that priority because I really do believe, and this is why Brandon, you talk and teach on this so often, that if we truly keep the kingdom in that forefront thought, in everything, especially the busy times of our lives, it makes everything else so much better. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When you let the kingdom in eternity, that you stay truly heavenly minded, it makes everything else have to become lesser because that is greater and that's a good thing. 
literally just a study with the kingdom and getting to it will cover every single doctrine and every single every single thing that you need to know and it all boils back down to the the study of the kingdom and we don't that's a term that we keep getting wrong we don't understand i think most of us think that like the kingdom of god we just think of like oh yeah you know he's you know it's it's just god ruling over us and we yeah. know that we are you know it's just like that and it's like okay that's i mean there's a, there's an element to that that's semi true but what's not is is the the kingdom that christ is preaching about and was talking about he was offering a kingdom to the jews that was a literal kingdom this was a literal kingdom something literal this wasn't something that you know was was spiritual in nature. Yeah. This is something that they real were all place, looking for. Real activities. Right. This is something that they were looking for because it was this time where they were going to be free from oppression. But they weren't looking for it to change as in, uh, oh, 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 where'd we go? I don't know what we're doing. No. They look for like Messiah to come in the oppression and everything's going to be awesome. Yeah. Not everything's going to be different. I mean, it will be, but... You know, I think many people like, go, you'll well, still be you. People yeah. will still be people. You you don't go into this, like, it's not um, men in black where you go through this, like, you know, bright light that wipes your mind. And now you're just this robot in a white robe that just plays a harp and sings worship songs at God all day long. That, that's not what it is. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it was Randy Alcorn or if it was somebody else that was talking about this too, but they were talking about in the millennial kingdom here that they were saying, why don't you think that some of these beautiful places that we have around the world or, you know, even around our country, yeah. that why some of these, na you know, landscape things, yeah. why do we not think that that would still be around. Yeah. And God is the master architect. Do you really think that we're no longer going to be like building, enjoying, going like you just, it's like the perfect world with all of the most awesome things. Mm -hmm. Christ truly reigning. These are just questions to ask up. ourselves. I'm not, I'm and not like, condemning anybody. No, with no, this. no. But like the, the point, like you don't have to stress about money and bills, right? Like right. it's like all of these great things that we always wish that we can make our life now. Like that's what we have to look forward to. Right. And people go, well, that just sounds weird. I've never heard of that. It, this is true. This is the kingdom that the prophets prophesied about. This is, yeah. we, this is where we didn't invent uh, a new religion here. Christ came to fulfill a religion. And the cool thing about what his fulfillment was is the prophet said a lot of things about Jesus. A, a lot. lot. So many. So many things. And they said a lot about what he's going to do. Yep. And what he's going to do is literal. And it's cool. And we can see that, you know, he he rode in on a donkey to Jerusalem last time. The next time he comes, he's riding on, riding on a white horse, and we're coming with him yep. to Jerusalem. So uh, that'll be a lot of the, the first time that a lot of us have seen Jerusalem. I hope, I hope that we get there with the Lord before I actually get there. But yeah, we prayed that all the time. Like we would love to get to go on a trip, and we're like, well, hopefully we'll be there with Christ soon. <laughs> you know, probably get there before we'd have the funds to go to you know Jerusalem and do all that. But what I mean, it just. But that's why I encourage to, like you said, go get a um, 
I recommend Andy Woods. He is by far the best teacher on the kingdom that I can recommend. Um, and then he he will give you a lot of resources. Or, I mean, he, he has a lot of resources that go to, um, uh, you know, even Messianic Jews that speak about the kingdom and talk about that. Arnold Frutenbaum talks about that a lot. Um so, you know, definitely study more into it. You, you can get a hold of me. Um, I, that's, I love talking about it. He will talk. I don't he love about you all day. I long. don't love uh, about arguing with it because no. this is where uh, a lot of theology difference and especially a lot of popular theology today says that a lot of these promises and stuff to the Jews were fulfilled. And that's partly another reason why you're not excited by the Christ coming is because the idea in the church is that you're in the kingdom now. Yes. That this kingdom isn't something that Christ is going to bring. Literally, this is something that's already occurring now and then Christ will return. So it's kind of, it, 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 this is, that you know, those are your few reasons why you're not excited and why you're not quite there yet. But I think just with um, just with time and more study, you can you can finally understand. And we see that, you know, we see that example with just like you said, Paul, who the, these people that just got a glimpse, uh, and then they weren't right for a while afterwards. And it's not that it's anything to be ashamed about, not at all. or you know, worried about, or you know, anything of the like. Again, it's just if you were to truly assess yourself in your priorities right in everything it's the more and more that we kind of properly shuffle these things and realign these things that you will see you know that refining process um you know where you'll be one of those who are like yep every prayer right. i pray i pray for the lord's coming every meal i eat i say i hope the next one's a meal i'm eating with christ you know what i mean like all these things you'll notice things that you just no longer could care about because you're focused somewhere else you are not at that same level right and um, we need to understand that our relationship with christ literally is like is the our father has left on a long trip and he's coming we're waiting for him to come back we are we are at the house and how do we wait when we're little kids right if we imagine with one of our parents or somebody that we love that we left when you're little you know you you go stare out the window and they're like well i'll be right you know i'll be back well we use that example when my mom comes to visit it's like right. an hour and a half drive and it's through the mountains so she loses signal so we can see like how far out she is until a certain area and then when she finally gets signal again she's like practically right here i mean it's like within minutes she's here so it's like the kids are like okay what time did she leave okay well she right. lost signal here so oh my goodness you know we have this we our house is up on like the top of a hill we have a big long driveway where we can see the road and the kids will they're checking out the window every couple minutes they're looking you know all of the things like ah, i know it's about time if she left here you know we do all of these things they're asking me eight hundred thousand times this is why most of the time we don't even tell them that she's coming i just 
let her randomly show up at our house because they do this, yeah, right? Yeah, you're like, what They're, time is she supposed to be? Oh, here? my what God. Time are you going? Like, you guys, you guys, and that's she's a, But that is exactly... But then the it's funny because then I have such the worldly answer. I'm like, you know what? Just don't even think about it. Let her just show up when she gets here, right? I have, like, the church answer for it. I mean, because they do. They get so excited that I'm like, you guys, hold on. But that's how we should be. We should be sure. like, oh, my gosh. Where is he? Are we looking out the front window? Are we just, like, so focused on Jesus is coming? You know, where is he at? It's been so long, you know, any moment now. Well, I mean, First Peter 3.12 says, Waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord. Okay, when the heavens are dissolved, this is the, this is the, the institution of the millennial kingdom. We're, this is what we're looking forward to. Oh, absolutely. We're looking forward to these things and hastening yeah. these things. The word there is Come where... Lord Jesus. Hastening is where we get our word, you know, um, speedo, tack. I mean, this is where all of this comes, is, is hurrying along. And right, Maranatha, and that's another argued word that the church has destroyed. Is No, the original word there is Maranatha, Lord, our Lord, come. Come, Lord Jesus, hurry. This is an imminent, like... It's a, we it's are a the cry, children at his coattails going, come on, come on, are yes. we there yet? Are Romans there yet? Are there 8 yet? creation is groaning, all these earthquakes and these things like this. The world and, and nature is crying out, Lord, I need to be set right. So, we, you know, we, we are expecting this. And we also have to understand, one quick point is a, a, another another thing that gives us this aversion is our loved ones. Well, we don't want the Lord to come back because they're not saved yet or they're walking away. Absolutely. And That's I hard know one. I from the bottom of our heart, like I know. We have you know, it ourselves understand. with our own family. And that's what, you're right. And that's what Peter says when, you know, he, he says that the Lord has patience. Don't, don't, don't. This is the reason why he hasn't done these things. That's the reason why the Lord hasn't come. That was my computer. No, that, yeah, no, I plugged in my phone and it made noise. But, you know, and that's that point too of the importance, I think, for us. Guys, it is such a testimony, not only to pray without ceasing for those um, friends, family, spouse, children, whatever that are unbelievers, right? Brothers, sisters, parents, not only a testimony, you know, in our prayers when we are consistent and praying that God will soften and pursue, you know, those that we love that are in unbelief or even hate the Lord God, but to see you live a life so radically different than that of the world to see you in these times where are you kidding me it's a circus freak show out there right now between our government um covid you know all of the things going on in the world right now it's just a disaster hey hey, hey that's offensive to circus yeah, workers yeah. i'm sorry i feel like it really is i'm so sorry story. for you guys that that's what we have to use because when you look at the world today i mean it's just insane and everybody's like oh my gosh you know and that's that whole thing our son made that meme of like when you realize that it's not just 2020 when 2021 doesn't magically just improve like it's only going to get worse you guys this is the tip of the iceberg and so when you have just this 
this calm, this encouragement, this patience, this servant's heart. You're not, you're not distraught about the ways of the world and all the things going down, right? When you can show that your life is an example, is a true testament to God's word and following Christ. Like the power that has in showing unbelievers is next level. Do not, do not underestimate the weight of that. So when you're able to go through this and do all that, and I really think having a proper biblical kingdom view, living for Christ's return, all that, I absolutely believe this is a huge key part in this. It's almost contagious that one, people will either stay away from you and want nothing to do with you because they despise God so much, or two, they will be drawn in because their hearts have been softened and they do see that and go how do you how do you do it how are you so calm and so at peace and you know all these other things you're like christ that's how because this isn't my home i'm not wrapped up here he's coming and i'm ready whenever that may be be it today tomorrow or in 20 years and i'm ready i'm i'm ready and preparing myself for work in that kingdom yep and And that is such a testimony we we put our we put our work into this kingdom and and all of our our care into this kingdom in this world and we we set right we get our houses and we get our reputation and our retirement and involved in whatever it is that we're involved in in this world yet we don't set up treasures for us in the next and that's where i'm training myself in this world for the next because you know what this is when all those things that we're working for we're working towards now that mean nothing that's when all of a sudden christ is here and guess what stuff starts meaning stuff (laughs) you know what i mean like it, it starts meaning things the these this hard work that we're doing matters you know these not in the way not in the way that we're doing it here on this world and in this you know on this earth um so it's not something that should be condemned it's something that i definitely understand the answer to it is just honestly just boils down to bad teachings and a misunderstanding of it and they are so deep-seated in most all of us Mm -hmm. like it's kind of hard to want to beat yourself up over it because it's like oh guys we because yes we're not giving a fair shake at this there's literally i I mean once you get it you walk around going i'm done yep let it all burn yep i mean you 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 get so at peace with you know, and, and I, you enjoy your time here. Absolutely. You, I enjoy it far really more do. than I used to. I go, to. you know what? I don't care. I can do anything. I don't care. I'm not. It doesn't matter. I can, I can, I can just enjoy this, this time here. I don't care who's king. I don't care what direction the country yep. go. I don't care who's in power. I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I don't care any of these things, you know. So I, I, but I will just, I'll just enjoy and love people here, you know, until the the next world. Well, I will put all of my eggs in that basket. But like I said, it doesn't need to be condemned. It just needs to be re-understood. And I think it needs to be re-taught. It's not taught enough. And that's why I make an extra emphasis on teaching 
the kingdom. I know Andy Woods is by far is my idol when it and not like biblically bad idol. I get them saying that in the in, in, in just a role model. There we go. That's a better word. Uh, role model. He's the king of the, the 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 kingdom when it when it talks when it comes to teaching about it. Um, it it's not a subject that's taught. It's not a subject that's very popular mm-hmm. and. It really uh, it's definitely a subject that's torn down a lot, so it's that makes it all the more interesting. People are usually that we have found in our experience; they are far more knowledgeable in the false misconceptions and teachings about the kingdom. Right, <laughs> and it's are, like yeah. no wonder nobody's excited for it. You know, makes sense yeah. when you look at it that way. Hopefully yeah. that helps. So makes hopefully sense. that helps a little bit. Again, I think this will be this is coming in more. Well, and it's a process. Um, You're not going talks. to listen to this and be like, you know what? You're right. I'm now excited for Christ's return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's not just like, like well, well that's done. That cleared that up for yeah. you. It's a process that you need to start working on. But I think a lot of it has to do truly with praying for the Lord to help you understand, praying for his kingdom to come, praying every night. Lord, I hope when I open my eyes, I see your face. You know, it's little things like that. It's reading, it's studying, it's realigning those priorities, having a good pastor teacher to help you along with that. You know, if it's an area that you're struggling in as most are, and then you'll start to see little bit by little bit where things just click now. Yeah, They just make sense. It just, I mean, that's how good the Holy Spirit works, right? Where you're going and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I was so silly. I get it now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. All right, guys. We'll all see right, you next thank time. Thank you.